uh-huh. of chosen people that we get along with. Yeah. And we're gonna and we're gonna sit down and watch these videos, kind of like how you and Dylan were doing that small group where you would just watch Nuba videos when that first started. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I was like, we're gonna do this. It's not gonna be any bigger than ten people. That's and the model. We and and it's gonna be and we're gonna be able to watch pastors from all over the country, right? Whoever we want. The best ones. Now, but here's what's hilarious about what you just said. It was pretty much whoever I want. <laughs> but I don't mean that to be a jerk. No, you're a tastemaker. I, I have filtered through the crap. Yeah. Like, I have seen a lot of videos that are terrible. Exactly. A lot of guys that are pastors and pastors that are that are disgusting. Just the, the, the quality, maybe the way they preach, everything. Yeah, it just sucks. And Boom, thumbs down. On the like three or four top, you know, top three or four that I enjoy. Yeah. And whoever I invite to this group, here's what's funny about what you said. She asked me, well, how are we going to decide who we watch? And I said, um, well, I think it'd be fair to let people have input, but it's going to be filtered through me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, why do you get to decide? Because and I have the best taste. <laughs> yeah. And I've done this before. I'm like, I've put in the time. And you play to- instruments. And, and I'm a musician, yeah. And I've been around the church, and I've listened to thousands of messages. And, I know and, yes. what's good. Amen. And same and shit. It's not a conceited way. I just do. Yeah. Like what you said. It's what true. I'll do the same thing with those videos. I'm not gonna play crap for people. It needs to be the know? best. Yeah. And then guess what? They'll tell everyone about it, and then they'll share it with people and be like. Yo, where'd you hear about this? Who cares? It's the fucking best. Don't yeah. waste your time. It's called thin slicing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, Italians uh-huh. and Mexicans, we're thin slicers, bro. Maybe we're not like intelligent, but we know how to like cut straight to like the essence of shit. Like what's the fucking quickest way to get the, you know, the most effective yeah. shit, you know? There's no punishment. Yeah. There's no slap on the wrist. To doing something uh, a little bit more clever, I would say. That's right. You know. That's right. And and the Bible says, "Be a uh, wi- you know, wisdom is serpents, gentle as doves." That's the balance. But let me. So, dude, yes. And I think Eric Castillo. So here's where it comes full circle. Keep in mind, this guy calls me this morning. So fucking hilarious. And he's telling me that Gracie's found. So I FaceTime him later. He sees Gracie all washed up in her TP, you know, going going to bed. It was so cute. But anyway, he his vision that he's been shepherding, get this, it's called Think Tank. Um and right, you told me about Think Tank. Think Tank Records. And so he was yeah. he was in LA. He spent three or four days with me. He he surprised me on my birthday, him and Lynette, they, those little buggers. And it was a wonderful surprise. I got a chance to connect. He's just up in Sacramento, um, kind of putting his feelers out, you know, figuring out how he's going to get down here. He met a couple of honeys. You know, Lynette pulled through on the on the ladies category. So he got all, you know, Eric's little Achilles heel has always been like, it doesn't even have to be a cute girl, just a girl, <laughs> just a vagina, like any sort of, any sort of vessel, really. Um but no, I'm just playing. He's just more generous. That's what I tell him. As a gentleman, I go, you know, I, I would just say you're a lot more generous than I am, Eric. 
He'd say, yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, man, his, the whole think tank thing is interesting because I'm talking to his mastering engineer, Matthew McGowan, who's in Tucson, and he's going to come visit next week. Um, he is a really, really talented, uh, sound engineer and the kind of guy you would want on your team because he's just like a, like a filter, like kind of like bottom line when it comes to mixing the shit you and I don't do. You and I are, are too precious. I see you and I like, we don't touch buttons really. Like, I don't like touching a lot of buttons, you know? I really like touching instruments or nothing at all. Um, and I avoid a lot of tech. Tech. Do I know about it? Hell yeah. But I don't really, I don't love that part of the process, so I just, like, respect people who do it. Matt. Yeah, no, I hate that part of the process. Fucking hate it. So Matthew loves it. Matthew McGowan, you know, strong little Irish name or whatever. But he's dope, and he's a winner, and he's gone through a lot of shit, and he's really proven himself um, as a as a sound person, and he is a really dope violinist. His parents, he comes from a music home. Both of his parents are concert, you know, uh, I think his dad is like in his 70s. Um, so he, he was like, his parents had him when he was like really, when they were older. But he, his both of his parents play in like the, like a church uh, orchestra. And they have for like many years. They're like professional you know, musicians. That's how they, that's how they make their income is music. Both of them, both of his mom and dad, very rare, but very cool. So anyway, he, he was kind of born into music and ran into him in Tucson and had like a really cool story, but he's, I got him introduced to Eric Castillo and now he's a part of this think tank team and he's doing the mastering engineering for Eric. I'm, I'm supposed to get a, a track today from him. And he's going to send me like, and, and Matt and I are very critical when it comes to people, you know, like, cause we're both music makers, but we have, you know, good, we share good taste. So he, um, he and I kind of had the same opinion of the stuff that we heard so far that Eric was putting out kind of very niched in like deep house, whatever. So his feedback of what he heard, cause he worked on the tracks. So he was obviously intimately connected with the sound. He goes, it's actually really cool. So that's exciting because Eric was just in LA and we actually tracked a like one song the day that he left and just to kind of put something out there and dude, like he's got his brother-in-law, Joshua Castillo, same last name. So funny. And he tells me on our conversation just the other night that he feels compelled that like he wants to connect me to Brian, you know, cause we haven't really been like in touch really, I guess for a long time, but he felt like he's like, leave it with me. You know, you don't have to do anything, but I just want you to know, I really feel like that's, that's going to be cool. I was like, dude, that's so interesting. Like I think about my prayers. I think about just sticking like with my story, people I've spent the most time with and my favorite memories, if I'm going to be honest, man, like that I treasure the most that I'm really holding on to is when I was making music with my buddies. So that's why I'm calling you. I'm like, dude, think about our projects. Think about our, our, you're over there in a different church. Like it's a treasure trove of stories, but also, also songs. So when I tell people like you, you made a movie, I don't know if you music supervised for your screenplays or anything. I'm sure you probably think of music, you know, integrations, but um, I think, dude, how dope it would be. And I've actually done a lot of heavy lifting on my own work. So not only have I curated, but with my own shit, I started realizing like, dude, the amount of shit I have published on the internet is a lot, like in all the different projects and different YouTube channels and whatever. So I actually took two, three day work days, like eight hour days, just like whenever I woke up to where I got tired 
um, just searching everything I've made on my SoundCloud and I put it in order chronologically. And I tell people my favorite reference from a, from a film standpoint is Across the Universe. If you've seen it, um, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, please watch it. You'll see what I mean. But they, they take Beatles songs and they reimagine them beautifully and they honor them. And then they have writers that go, you know, hey, Jude. And there's a character in the fucking movie named Jude. So they turn these Beatles songs into characters and they have this really beautiful story that like brings you into like the 60s and like the hippies like and, and they're in this apartment in New York that come from all over that are all kind of runaways and whatever. But they're all singing these Beatles songs strung together in this beautiful narrative. It's so brilliant. And my favorite shit ever. It's a musical done so tastefully. And that's what I'm about is like, I'm so, so I thought, oh my God, dude, like what does one do if you want to make the most money with a song property? I will tell you, you put it in a film, Ari. Um, I found out my little uh, 30 year uh, quest trying to figure out where like, where's the spout? You know what I mean? Like what makes the most money in film? What do you call it? How do the deals get done? I just want a granular understanding of exactly how that goes. Because if you're going to reimagine something or do a better deal, you have to know how it goes. Like you can't win at a game if you don't know how it's played, you know, like anything. So let me, can yeah. I ask you about that then? Can I pick your brain? Please. Um, I'll, only because one of the artists that my sister manages, um, they keep getting revenue from this and I don't know how, so I'd like for you to explain it to me. They keep getting revenue. All they did was they translated, you know that God's Not Dead song? Yeah, huge, uh, they, huge song. Yeah. Newsboys. Yeah, with, yeah, exactly. So they did it, the Spanish version for the Spanish version of the movie. Yeah. And dude, they're still raking money in from that. So, so they're, that work? they're royalty they partners. The writers. But they have equity in the song because they're getting passive income or did they just get a chunk of change? No, they keep getting money okay. there, like every month. So here's money. here's how the deal goes if you own the property. So let's say you and I write a big old ChristianMusic.com song, like a, a bomb. Let's say I'm sitting on one, hypothetically, and you help me finish it. Um, and let's say now that we've got the English version in the can and it's winning, we've now proven in a market um, that it can be syndicated internationally. So if we have the resources to at the same fidelity or better um, get, co you know, creative collaborations and different languages or hybrid of different languages, I'm watching that because I'm, you know, friends with that guy, Nati Rico, and he's like wants to do a full project with me, which is very exciting. But he's showing me tracks that are like his new, new. Every time we get together, I'm like, show me your new shit because he's making stuff all the time. So a guy that's a DJ in front of thousands dude he's performing in front of like 20 30k um a night and he's now touring more and more and more and he's having a really good time and i read there was three deals like sitting on his desk in his apartment in north hollywood and he he gave me permission and i read through them i mean it's all bibble babble bullshit most of it's fucking horrible these people are just making shit up and i was like oh my god as an actual writer I can make way better, clearer, more simple deals. And in fact, that's what Clayton and I have been really talking about more than anything in dub, William Shakespeare, dub Shakes. Dude, 
that's what we've been discussing. And guys like Rick come into the mix. You know, I I have my, you know, even without you telling me what you did, I'm just kind of, I, I, in general, you hear me like picking on people that are in the music biz, the music industry that don't make music. They get under my skin only because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, send that to me. Well, why? Why should I fucking send it to you when there's a lot of people that'd be like, Oh, uh, can you send it to me too? Cause I can just go tell people, yo, I worked on this. Let me do some shit like with you or whatever. Like something you didn't do anything and now you have it in your inbox. Like for what reason? Like, and you make money off of music on a high level. I've heard all these stories, but how are you going to do it for me, Rick? Like right now, <laughs> like give me a story of how I can get excited. Cause I get weary of people in the writing room. That's my sacred place. That's my blessing. Like I know if those variables are protected from where I'm standing, it will be a great song that will be remembered. Like I'm very aware of that now. So I am very specific as you've probably heard or learned and I've had to be because I know what I'm protecting. I know what it's worth. Even though I know 99.9% .9 of people out there do not know the worth of what it is that I am protecting. So they just see someone that's erratic or uh, crazy or whatever. So I think it's interesting, dude. Like the first song that we did was crazy ones, you know? So when I go christianmusic.com, dude, all of my songs, that whole list, and we even down to our catalog, the stuff that we made in the early days, Rescue Lights. Dude, I got Lynn talking about Rescue Lights for a second. It was a blessing. Like I haven't talked about, you know, we making, we're making so much shit all the time. Like it's rare we get those reminiscent moments of stuff that's not even that long ago. But when she was like, even Eric Castillo, he's like, dude, those songs were really cool. Like we did a good job. Could, could the quality and the mastering, could it be better? And yeah, but I've, I on purpose have kept my catalog pretty much in my fingers on guitar and keys and my voice and drums on purpose for what reason I did not know. But I just was like, wow, I've got, this is a huge catalog and there, I, I would need an army, I, at least a small one, um, to manifest uh, finished works. And, and we're just talking audio properties. And then I would draw the line and say, there are so many other people that could do videos. I just want to live in the full, uh, the fullness of the create and produce process for making music properties. That's what I want to do. So when I look at christianmusic.com, dude, I wouldn't let any motherfucker tell me different. Pastor, don't care. Some of those songs aren't Christian. I'd be like, screw you. I'm a Christian. So what are you going to say? All these songs are Christian. So I think of just my own catalog. And I think about how that could be disseminated with Christian video and also Christian music. And I'm like, man, that's just me. How many other people have very well-managed catalogs themselves that are ready as artists? I would want to sign those motherfuckers right away. And now you're talking a label. And I know where all the money's being made right now is it's the way it's always been made in this, in this media uh, mafia. It's literally just ABC. You've got some sort of artist, some sort of talent, some sort of face, some sort of voice. That's going to be the salesperson for said whatever product service. B, you've got a brand that's going to fund that talent. And it's funny, you know, these ancient parables of the talents. And here they are just as real today. So, dude, you're funding the talent. And then there's this C-level person, the connector, you know, artist, broker, 
connector. Um, you, you're sitting there going, all right, I know A's, I know B's. You and I, we know A's and we know B's. We know brands, we know artists, we know actors, we know all. But that's why we sit in an interesting spot because we, we can speak to the literature as writers as well. When we're talking about words, we can speak to the audio as musicians and we can speak to the visuals because if you can speak to those, that means you can storytell. It means you can tell the story and cast the vision better than someone that doesn't know the story. So it really comes down to storytelling in real time. Like if you can make it interesting, give me the pitch, make it interesting. Well, dude, you and I have listened to, you said it earlier, thousands of messages. I put emphasis on this because, dude, we have to both understand, like, God has put us in this unique track that we both share, and that's not quite normal um, at the level we're talking. But, dude, you and I, guy like Eric Castillo, guy like Addison Johnson, have had these kinds of conversations. Dylan McGrath, Justin Johns, I could go on. But, man. How many messages have you listened to? And I looked at Eric and he, he just stopped for a second. He said the same thing you did, thousands. I was like, so who, who are the most qualified individuals in, uh, you know, that could come together to kind of be message doctors and music doctors in a way, just to kind of be filters? And that's what I would want to do. So Eric's vision of a think tank, I'm like, that would have to be a think tank sort of thing. Like I would want to shoulder to shoulder, be in the room, the way these, you know, advanced writing rooms are in Hollyweird. Uh, we, we mirror the model and just do that and, and protect the space and protect it with the right people and get everyone else that doesn't belong there out. Dude, I learned that at Hillsong. During rehearsals, though people want, want to sit there and whatever they want to do, like just take it in. Every unnecessary person that did not have a job to do during that production rehearsal they had to get the fuck out. And I love that because it's like, then when you feel it, when you're on the inside and there's no weird energy of people that are like fanning out or having their own moment, it doesn't distract you from just focusing on rehearsing. So that's a task. So protecting that, I learned that at Hillsong amongst many other things. And you along the way, working at your gospel church in uh, you know, Miami, I haven't really heard a lot of those stories yet, but now I go, dude, I think there's something there like between the audio and the visual and reimagining. And this is what Chase, you know, my Jewish buddy pitched and he knows he's not a religious person at all. He's Jewish, but not practicing, you know, so he, he, he stands for the secular side is what he says. You know what I mean? Like from a secular perspective, completely, I know you and Lynette, you know, um, you know, spiritual people, whatever. But Corey, I think what you represent as an artist and there's a huge space for this. And you talked about this as well if there was a label and kind of reimagining what quote unquote Christian music could be reimagining what quote unquote Christian videos could be, I think we are, we're the right type of individuals that are, we're way outside of the box, but do we understand the box? We came from it. So it's not, you don't flex on the box. You just explain to the people that are still in the box, how they could make that more interesting and make it more, more exciting and open their minds a little bit and stop playing weird, like religious schemes on people and just open people's minds, including well, all their leaders. Here's, yeah, I agree with you, but we can't make that our, we can't fight that battle. The reason being is we'll never, I hate to be so pessimistic, but 
they're really hard headed. Yeah, for whatever I reason. I wa- yeah, I don't want to waste my energy on that, but I'll make my money on that. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I know it, that sounds horrible, bro, but I'm just being honest. Dude, you know what I'm realizing? I just had another sit down with a pastor. He seemed like the good guy, and he, I think he is, uh, with this church down in LA. Um, and he, you know, I drove down like 40 minutes to like conveniently meet with him where in this like South Bay. And I, I applied and sent a resume for a full-time worship position down there. Cause I've played drums for them, you know, and they like a hired gun drummer and I, but they don't know me as a worship leader or a music director or anything. So I've just been like drummer, you know what I'm saying? And you get that. But, um, but I'm like, damn, like what? I'm just kind of studying all these different churches. And at one LA, dude, I found the honeypot of all the hired guns that are dope. Every player's fire. And they're flying here, there, and everywhere playing for Mary J. Blige and Lenny Kravitz. Like the the players in LA. And they're at one LA. They're they're playing at my church. You know, Stevie Wonder rolls in. You know, like all all the gospel legends, man. And And the young pups that are now finding their place. And I've been making friends, dude, meeting the real musician cats. And I got a dude coming over, this young 21-year-old kid. His nickname's literally Musical Mike. So funny. And he plays keys. He's got this tight little fro. Lynn and I had dinner with him and his little girlfriend. And they hit it off. And he's like, she's like 23. He's 21. And he plays that keyboard. He's only been playing for five years, a little sucker. And he plays the bejesus out of those keys lights them the fuck up and black yeah of course oh yeah you already know yeah you already know so um he's he's like was like nervous like he was like excited because i did an audition and i guess i made it um he let me know i I guess i i didn't think much of it but he uh i guess it left a pretty lasting impression on them on the the people who were, were playing the music for the live you know the live music for the auditions and uh, yeah, so that was cool, you know. And and I, I now I'm on the, you know, I'm I'm singing like once a month. I'm on the list for like two more Thursday nights. I'll be singing and uh, playing acoustic. They've never had anyone get this. Black churches do not have people playing acoustic. No, they don't singing. have acoustic guitars. I'm like, what? So man, I'm like yinning to the yang. Like we're salt to the pepper. We're literally the only white people at the church. It's so hilarious, but I love it. So anyway. I'm in it, man. Like when it comes to ChristianMusic.com, uh, I'm looking at the spread of the network, and I'm like, how does how does one how does one like Ari Franco and Corey James Frugia, how how does one like these guys cash in on on a network like what we have and what we've been cultivating? I've been asking that question for now 33 years, probably like you, going. Man, what would be the way I could, if I was operating on all cylinders, that's my goal. I don't know about you, but I want to be like full potential, like this is what I got, like all of it and and not like held back, you know what I mean? Like fully unleashed and with the right people. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Because my mind goes, and you used to say this all the time, so I'm stealing it from you. Uh, you. You... You pick the fruit that's what? Which which fruit? Like the lowest hanging fruit. Right. <laughs> so check this. My and here's my mind my mind's going as far as like even on a even on a user, like how I see the envision 
the uh, ChristianMusic.com to, to begin at, at the beginning. I've just got to warn you: if you start preaching, Ari, I'm gonna start tickling the keys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So check this. Now this is my thought. Again, only because I can be whorish. <laughs> True. So let's say let's say we have uh, your catalog, right? But we're not gonna release all of it. Twenty songs, for example. Twenty songs that are done, ready to go. Boom. Okay. Well, since you are the gateway to ChristianMusic.com, when anybody lands on the page, they're landing on there at the beginning for Hillsong, for Switchfoot, for whoever, I don't care. Who they're landing on the curation station. But what they don't know is that they're going to be presented these 20 songs from Corey Virgin because you are able to manage it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, oh, you came here to listen to Hillsong? Well, you're gonna you're gonna see an ad for this as well, for example. And then, oh, you want to hear David Crowder? It doesn't matter. It could be completely the opposite way. Oh, you want to hear Hezekiah Walker? Here's Corey Ferrucci. Love Hezekiah. Walker. <laughs> Dude. You know what I'm saying? Though? I'm the narrator. You see where, where I'm going though? Like on the yeah. practical sense, like on the website itself. So it's like, I'm going to jam him his songs down your throat, because just like everything else, like, you're going to click on it eventually. Who's this Corey James, or whatever you go by, or, you know, musically? Mr. Corey. Um, Mr. Corey. Mr. Corey. So who's this Mr. Corey? And they're going to click, bro, and they're going to click, and whoever wants to buy that shit, you know? We can either sell it there, or if you're going to go out as an just as an artist, which I know you wouldn't because you have so many other ideas, but just a thought, then I could take them, translate them. If you're down, I could do the Spanish side. All day. All fucking like, day. Oh, Ari Franco. Who's Ari Franco? Who's Ari Franco? Who the hell is this Ari Franco that comes up in my freaking list all the time? Well, that's not who I came to listen to, but it's your, you know, you're the translator version. As an example, but even on the video space, Oh, you came to watch whatever, God's Not Dead, the movie, because we might be streaming it? Well, we also have this by Eric Castillo. You know, check out this short film. Think and Tank like, Records! So, again, I know it sounds a little whorish, but... Uh, but I, I kind of love the horish Would you be down for something like that? Dude, 100%. I... My, you know me, man. I've been preaching this, and I got proof. Um, I've been really steadfast. Like, yeah, like the church is gonna work itself out, and all that means. I already, I didn't know what it says in the scripture, so I'm not really tripping on religious weird garbage. I yeah. just, I just stayed focused with where God has kept me focused. Music. I'm sick for music. So that's it, man. Like, I'm so focused on that. Going, huh? Where will this take me? Because I've kind of like, I'm balls deep. Like I've gone all the way in and I have Dude, not pulled out. This is perfect. Like the moment we throw everybody that's already huge on there and then just continually put you on there. I mean, it is what it is. It's like, dude, and I've always wanted to be the artist that broke many artists. Like I want to be known as the artist that many artists are known by. Like, 
You know, like I see the videos, like say for example, all right, let's honor a legend who's still alive, Max Martin. You know that name, don't you? Uh, it sounds familiar, but oh my goodness, do your research. Dude, like the most prolific um, songwriter of our time. Uh, Britney Spears, freaking all of NSYNC, all of Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Mega, all the pop, mega, pop, mega yeah. bow to the sensei. So Max Martin, like hundreds of smashes. So I think that, that my now where I'm sitting now at 33 – I think that he had a very similar story as me. Now he might've had better coaching, maybe grew up in LA, learned about this whole game quicker than I did. So granted age is not the thing I'm talking about the development process to where I am at. And I don't compare myself. I have no idea. I know that I am very methodical. I'm very organized. And most writers cannot say that even Carol Reinhardt was so like, he was like, like organized chaos like in his desk and stuff. I just wanted to clean everything, but I didn't, but because I just loved it being like chaotic, but I'm so different. So for me, like everything's very like art director in me. Everything's got to feel nice before I can even start creating. And I've got my workstation very dialed in where it's like, man, it's just looks like a set. So I'm, you know, Mr. Co-Radio station, Mr. Co-Radio every day. And I'm, you know, making my audio visual shows I'm showing the process. I'm sharing all that shit. So that's like my daily, you know, grind. And, but at the same time, it's, it's create and produce. That's Carol, create and produce work. So I'm creating and then I'm making something, which means I'm posting it on, you know, all the social media platforms. I'm producing my story feed. Once, once they released the story stream thing, I was like, finally, you guys are ready. Now, now I'm ready to share because I'm like, I don't want to just post one photo. I want to do just like a, I want to be able to produce my own story from my phone, like make my own movie. And I was on that early where people were like, oh my God, he's crazy. And what's, what's he doing? I was just testing out, literally experimenting to see what could be done with this phone in the world of create and produce works. Dude, in my own story world that I was building, like for this franchise that has a name and has a whole radio station dedicated to it, you know, the whole thing. So I've just been marching to the beat of my own drum going, where does one take this now like treasure trove empire of pearls, like my huge bag of pearls. And I know what to call it. I've got like my umbrella company. I've been coached by, you know, some of the, some of the fellows you know about I've been coached by, uh, and I sent an email to like, you know, the, you know, magical Mike sent an email to him today. I was like, Hey, and it's true. I was like, Hey Mike, um, you know, uh, this would be meeting, geez, number 13. He's a numbers guy like like me of sorts. And um, I said, hey, Mike, like, because you don't waste people's like that time. It's got to be juicy. And I was like, yo, just had an interesting meeting, made me think of you. Because I'm sitting there going, what is, what is, he, he put me to the task. Like, yo, when I was your age, I crushed it, like hiring and firing CEOs of Virgin International. And I was the filter of who these people were working for, for Richard in his record label division uh, for three years. That was his job. He just got to hire and fire whoever he wanted. He was loving his life. He told me some other stories anyway uh, with that kind of spirit though, that type of character um, imagine a duo act being able to um, also take that aggregation sword, the curation sword and thin slicing like 
all of the best labels, you know what I mean? And, and dealing with all their leaders, the way that you would want to deal with pastors, but you know that they won't get it. They will probably be like your last adopters to something like this, because you don't really want to reach big churches unless they have record labels. Honestly, it wouldn't matter. So the people who have catalogs that are organized and published in like Hillsong, they white label everything. They have like Hillsong publishing on the front end, but on the back end, they're just doing distribution deals with like capital and like all the megas. So they're like, let the distribution deal people do the distribution. They don't care what it is like Christian fucking schmishton. Who cares? We don't, we just want to make money. So let them, let them make money. But God, this position of like gatekeepers, I've dreamed about, a gatekeeper position for something like christianmusic.com. I just didn't know that that's what it would be called for real. But I was like, I can't even believe this is for real. So I'm sitting there going, who, you know, who do I engage? And um, I got to manifest something by Friday, which is interesting because, you know, um, I'm sitting there going, okay, it's kind of like a one to two sheet that Chase would pass along to the dude that owns the website so that it can entice him and overload his senses. That's what Chase said. It wants you just wants to overload his senses so he could see like one-stop shop. Like this is the strategic partnership for this project. And then there's immediate capital available on these things that, you know, Chase was describing. So, you know, um, in the meantime, though, you know, you know, wet the whistle. He wants to strike while the iron's hot, so to speak, is what he said. So I was like, all right, cool. So I started drafting something right away, but um, I was like, man, I just really want to hear feedback from people that I know, like, and trust. And also I could see partnering with me on this. Like you see the potential right away because it's in your wheelhouse times a hundred, you know? So this is like, it, it and it demands, uh, and I got a text out to Eric. I want to talk with him about this and then get us together. And man, like, that's a pretty powerful conversation, dude. Like, and with the fact that there is Christian video, it demands a think tank of sorts. So to honor people's yeah, visions, so dope. so dope. And I think the right, then I could start seeing this other, I could start seeing that mind growing, the brain trust growing one at a time. But I would want to start with like the fewest amount of people. Like if we get a three chord strand going, for example, because it makes sense. Let's say me, you and Eric start jamming. You know, that's what uh, Enrique and I called it. Uh, you know, just call it jamming or just think tanking. And I think by, you know, what could come from us, we could realize where we'd say, oh, you know who we should bring in um, at this level or at this time would be this person. And at the same time, we have our own relationships that we're managing. But dude, I got some powerful ones. So I'm going straight to the top of this to go, hey, hypothetically speaking, if you knew a young cat like me that could, that was like running point on the business development of, christianmusic.com and also christianvideo.com even as a non-christian they get it bro the seo value the real estate value of that so to speak in the sky and the freaking internet is built in and it's just every day it's it's losing money it's not it's just not even it's not capitalizing on money just a machine of advertising dollars um so I'm thinking, wow, dude, like I know the names of the people at Hillsong. Like, what would it be worth it to you guys to uh, have some uh, <laughs> have some commercial real estate equity in um, ChristianMusic.com? They dude, would, and no joke. You know, of my sister, 
I have, uh, I have, I, I would have an open door with all the major Spanish labels. No all right. Listen, it was prophetic. I know I seem like a crazy person, but you were just the person to play along with me enough to make our little podcast. It was prophetic, the, the Mr. Corey and Ari Franco show, because I see our little duo act acting like little dorks. Like we know what's going to happen. Like they're going to eat out of the palm of our hand. It's the easiest sale in the world. It's like selling solar energy, pan, like window panels or something. It'd be the easiest thing to sell in the whole world. But for us, we're going, dude, I have the relationships. You have the relationships. So imagine us playing like good cop, bad cop, and just, or all these different characters when we have meetings and just, and, and convincing to say, we will only meet with you if we can film as an episode. Like we want to have the whole business meetings, like document. And if they don't agree, you know, we'll have our own way of doing that. But we go on these little missions and it, behind the scenes, we're just talking like idiots. Sometimes maybe we dress up like nerds and put glasses on so we can look more professional and be like, we need to look like, okay, we research them online and we come up with like costuming of what we should wear and certain characters based on like what we do. And like, imagine all these meetings just being fucking hilarious because it's going to be so valuable for everyone. Yeah, It's going to be so easy. So documenting that would be unbelievable because like are they joking like are they writing this or is this is this actually happening or are they just making it up like and no one will know it'll just be funny but i think i think this is really dope man and i can't wait to have this conversation with eric but if you're if you're down to keep i mean I, what do you got on your plate the next couple of days uh yes now Okay, dope. I mean, I have the day job, but... Could you, you do know. me a favor? If you're saying you can weigh in on the Latin side, could you get with your sister? Like, I'd be down. Like, is she around later? Maybe we can do another call later on. Well, I'm going to go talk to her later. She's going to have the three-year-old. Okay. Um, so if you could... So that, you know how that goes. Yeah, but if you I'll, could I'll, hit I'll, her let up. Let me present it. Yeah. Let me present it. Get her up to speed. Yeah, get her ideas. Tomorrow evening, I'm sure she'd be down. We could all cool. talk. Okay, dope. But yeah, it's awesome. kind of uh, exciting, I'm right? Let you go right now. Yeah, cool. But uh, I'm very excited. Good. And um, and let's let's talk more tomorrow for sure, just so we can kind of start uh, what's it called, you know? Uh, yeah, strategizing. Strategizing, yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. Don't do. Awesome, yeah, I'm excited, and I, I'm like, you were the first person I called, and I was like, I knew, I knew I had to talk to you first. Heck yeah. So dope. Awesome. All right, man. I love you. Yeah, love Peace. You, love you. This is unbelievable. All right, I'm going to call Matthew McGowan now. Mr. Matthew, what's he got to say? Let's see what's going on. Keep you rocking. Christianmusic.com sucks right now. That's what Ari just texted me. Yeah, that's true. What? It was ringing and then it wasn't ringing. Let's see here.
Answer the phone there, Mr. Matthew. Come on, answer the phone. Christian video looks worse. I know. This is ours for the taking. Hallelujah. You have reached the voicemail box. All right. Well, we're going to end this episode with a series of songs, aren't we? Come on, somebody. Thank you for tuning in to Mr. Co Radio. I'm your host, one of many, Mr. Co Re. Co means together with, and Ray means king, so that makes me a co king. I'm a co king of everything and everyone, everyone under the sun. Just singing soul songs all of the day and all of the night long. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, let the games begin. May the most interesting ones in the room win. That's the name of the game. May the most interesting ones in the room win. Let the games begin. I'll start with a song. Come on, somebody. It's called the Everyone Song. I've been singing it all day and all night long. It's called the Everyone Song. Come on, sing along. Right now, right now, cause I am you, you are me. This is the ever-rewind story. Sing it with, sing it with me right now, right now, cause I am you, you are me. This is the ever-rewind story. Sing it with, sing it with me right now, right now, cause I am you, you are me. 
missing in the world. There's no other, nobody gonna love you like I do. This is forever. All it was, I surrendered. There ain't no turning back. We've not quiet by now. Oh, 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 oh. I surrender oh, 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 there will be a sign just once in your lifetime and when it feels right then you'll know what i mean yes so i'll lay my pride aside tonight so i can get this through to you for so long i'm waiting for this chance it's time for you to hear the truth so listen hear the word there's no other Nobody gonna love you like I do, this is forever All it was, I surrender There'd be no turning back But we've been up for a while right now Oh, 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 oh And I surrender Oh, 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 oh And I surrender Oh, 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 oh. I surrender. Oh, oh, oh. And I surrender. Oh, oh, oh. Now I'm waving the white flag, the white flag, waving the white flag, the white flag, waving the white flag, the white flag, waving the white flag. Now you're the one. Nobody gonna love you like I do this is forever All it was, I surrender There ain't no turning back Baby, I surrender I surrender I surrender
Oh, 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 oh. 
me to the generation You hear it across the nation This is a salutation for everyone Joining the good vibration No need for hesitation Music is your inspiration Can you feel the love? in like 30 seconds before it finishes. It does not I had smell such good. it doesn't smell good? Oh I just blew no, up the candle. It like oh it we'll hit it. Exit out of the room. Oh, you know? Okay. It's so hot. Well it's my house. 